When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, guys. How y'all doing today? You're listening to Peaceful Moment Podcast. I like that. This That's actually like really cute. Peaceful Moment Podcast. Peaceful Moment Podcast. Peace Mode Podcast. Peaceful Moment. Peaceful Moment Podcast. With Jordan Brown. My dad. Let's have a peaceful moment. Mm-hmm. It feels so good to be back. Peace and blessings, y'all. Blessings and peace. Thank you so much for joining me for a peaceful moment. Today, I have my good friend, Ms. Maxie. Maxie is a model and a performing artist. Being a musician and a model requires immense confidence in yourself and your skill. With that being said, confidence cannot be gained. It must be earned. It must be forged. Maxie's confidence has been tried tested and proven effective with courage patience and intestinal fortitude an unshakable confidence will dwell within you so what i need you to do is sit back relax and be peaceful good evening how are you (laughs) all is well i don't know what's going on my phone but it's been tweaking all day, so I'm thinking this is like a sign from like, from the enemy letting me know like this conversation should not happen, you know? Oh yeah. That this is gonna I be mean, this is gonna be groundbreaking. This is gonna break some change off off of some people, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know Deja Allen, right? Right, school. Period. Home of the Bengals, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually don't remember when and where I met her. I just remember her being in chorus sometime. And we just stayed connected ever since, so. Well, um, one day I was asking her, um, who should I have on? She says, you know what? You should try this girl. Her name is Maxie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Weird vibes, but I'll check her out. And then I saw, your pro- <laughs> I saw your profile. And I was like, you know what? This looks like a humble person. This looks like a, a woman who is, who is grown, who is like in love with her face, in love with her character. So let's let's test the waters out, you know. Wow, thank you. Mm-hmm. But before we get started, let the people know where they can find you and anything that you're working on. Yes, um, everywhere social media, you can find me at her name is Maxie. <laughs> From looking at your page, right, the first mm-hmm. thing that anybody's gonna notice is that you are surrounded by art. Whether that's, um, do you still sing at all? I do, and I'm glad you brought that up because it's been a minute, and mm. I'm, I feel like there. But yes, con- continue. I want to see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> you are surrounded by art, and that's like for something for people who are from Broward County. Art is everything for us. Art is everywhere around us in Broward County, and sometimes I know, even for myself as an artist and a, as a creative, that I have hard times being confident in my craft. So I wanted you to come on, teach me and my peacekeepers about confidence. 
So before I get started, let me define confidence for us. Confidence is the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something. It is the state of feeling certain about the truth of something. So in your experience, <laughs> how would you define confidence? Okay. I want to break this down a certain way because I was a very, very shy, reserved child. And I feel like I still carry that today. But I feel like you have to grow. For, well, for me, I had to grow into having confidence. So I would define it as obviously trusting yourself. It, it does have to do with trust and doing things afraid. Um, believing in yourself. I don't have like a, a direct definition, but I mean, all of those align with confidence. And I feel like repetition builds confidence, putting yourself out there, being consistent and building that confidence will, you know, you'll exude that confidence within. So, yeah. That was beautiful. You said that's smooth. Like, that's how like, no. I think I would say it. Like, Listen, I sound like I was over, all over the place to me, but <laughs> no, that just was letting beautiful. it. Thank you. So I want to ask you, because we all had that um that same experience with Miss Fuller, right? Where mm -hmm. either we were singing for a performance, or we had a solo, or we had just like a. We all had that same moment. Can you remember a moment where she asked you to buck up? If you guys yeah. don't know, Miss Fuller was um, our chorus teacher. She was like a parent for all of us, a rock for all of us. Yeah. And she was just like a, a big figure in our lives, teaching us skills that had nothing to do with what she taught. It had Most of the skills she taught us had nothing to do with music. You were equipped with everything that was on her heart. So go ahead and answer the question now. I'm sorry. I agree with everything you said. I do want to shout her out because she definitely changed my life and helped me grow as a teenager into an adult in my high school years. So I really appreciated her. But um, I had several moments. I want to say my freshman year. Um, I knew I wanted to be in chorus because I obviously I'm a singer and I wanted to sing. So I think she saw me and she knew I was shy, so she I, I think she made it her mission to get me out of my comfort zone. And I hated that so much. <laughs> and this one this one experience will stay with me forever. I hated it, but I came late to her class one day. It was a testing, it was a testing day. You know, the um what's it called? Sight reading. Sight reading test. And it was my birthday. It was my birthday, I was late. She was mad because the class was acting up. And because I was late, she made me do my test immediately as I walked inside the class. <laughs> no period. That was messed up. <laughs> but um, obviously, I was afraid. I had to stand up in front of the whole, you know, that classroom is huge. It's like, I don't even know how many kids was in there, like 50. And I don't know, but I ended up doing it. And I did it right. And I think she was surprised. She thought I wasn't prepared. So I'm like, oh, okay, I can do this. And then she held that. I think she held that moment and started pushing me to do um, solos, be a part of, I was a part of gospel choir, jazz choir. I think I did glee. I think I did everything with music. 
um, that I could touch. Like, I maybe didn't stay the entire time, but she made sure I like touched everything. So it was scary to me, but I I feel like I had to be pushed for me to have the interest that I have now in music to do what I want to do today. Amen. So do you think it would be safe to say that building confidence, step one, would be a push? It has to be, I mean, it could be a push, but it has to also be a jump because you have to want it for Mm. yourself. So not a push from somebody else, but you taking a step, a, a jump, taking a jump. Yeah. I mean, some people do have to be pushed. I feel like I had to be pushed because I probably would have never jumped. But now, in, at this age, I'm definitely going to have to jump. I, I can't have anybody pushing me. I got to want it for myself. Understood. It's like a yeah. diving board. I can I can push you on a diving board, but at some point, you have to jump. That's right. Mm. That's pretty Ooh, you preaching already, <laughs> friend. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> So when it comes down to um uh to modeling, how'd you get into modeling? Um, let's see. I feel like my height plays a role in that because I don't think I was like well, that's a lie. Because when I was younger, um I used to like cameras, like you know, the little Kodak cameras, little mm-hmm. little bits. And I would have my grandma take pictures of me. I like I would get dressed and we have little photo shoots. I wish I could show y'all, but <laughs> I feel like um I always had an interest in modeling but i didn't really know what i wanted out of it so i um i really got into it by people reaching out to me to be a part of their shows and take pictures of their products and stuff like that so um i want to say i didn't start doing it like full time or really going for it on my own until after high school Mm -hmm. um like that i wanted it to be serious because Obviously, I feel like almost everybody has watched A and T M, and I ho- I know that there's this whole big thing with you know oh. how they <laughs> yeah I believe they did them dirty but dirty it it inspired me to really want to get into the fashion world and I don't know what makes me really love it um, it's just it's really fun to me and mm-hmm. I found like it was a hobby and now I want to make money from it so you know it's a win win. Mm-hmm. Where are you from? Are you full American? Yeah, full American. Are you really? No, I'm just oh. like I'm just so proud to hear of another full American because you know, like we're from Flo- <laughs> like Floridians, they be from everywhere, baby. Yeah, they do. I'm nineteen point three eight seven six four eight two percent German. <laughs> I'm nineteen three point eight two percent um Guyanese. I'm nine percent Cuban. Say again. I did my DNA too. Oh, what it said. All right, well, the one thing I'm not going to deny is that I'm, I'm black American. I'm black, blackity black. Period. Okay. But um, I do want to take another test because I feel like some people are conflicted. They're like, uh-uh, uh-uh, you need to do that again. But it said that I was 51% Nigerian, mm-hmm. like 8% Ghanaian, and like the rest is just like African countries. So I really want to dive into that. But what I do know about like my family history on my mom and dad's side as far as being in america is that um my dad um is caribbean descent from bahamas Mm -hmm. and then my mom's side we have like some native american going on choctaw indian Mm -hmm. 
So I feel like we we're American, but like our actual history, obviously we everything. So I find it pretty cool, but yeah, black. So when it comes to stepping in front of the camera, um, mm -hmm. how do you keep that confidence going? How do you look the camera directly in the lens and still say, I'm worth it? Mm. I do it afraid. Mm. I have to do it. And know that once I'm done, I'm going to be proud of myself for putting myself out there. Mm -hmm. Um, cause not a lot, it's not easy for a lot of people to do that, to, um, you know, be themselves in front of the camera, just raw, just <laughs> people make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And I know I make mistakes. I play it off. Just, you know, we're human, but, um, I feel like I, I just, I've grown to just live in the moment and be present so I can experience that and remember it forever. Mm. That's really, really important. Uh, living in mm -hmm. the moment, mindfulness is so important because a lot of times we can just get caught up in the like this whole life thing and we oh, forget yeah. how important the present is. Either we'll get That's caught right. up in like what happened yesterday, we're trying to heal our trauma from what happened with mommy and daddy 20 years ago, or we're trying That's to true. figure out how we're going to get this degree in the next four years or when we're going to get this next house or the down payment mm -hmm. on our next condo. But we just keep forgetting about today yeah where we are right now <clears throat> and it's so sad that like especially if it I, for us as adults like what are we supposed to do now we just sitting confused <laughs> so true mm. i feel like now that we're on the topic kind of like leaning towards therapy mm -hmm. i want to make that it i started therapy for the first time maybe like it's been about four months now mm -hmm. and right now I'm, I'm a part of like three forms of therapy mm. um I'm, I'm dealing with a lot of different things um it's personal therapy i have a personal therapist and then i have group therapy for uh grief and bereavement and the last one is mindfulness drumming. So mm. um, at first I felt insane because I'm like, okay, girl, you're doing too much. <laughs> but I I, I really want to take the techniques um, that I've learned in therapy to stay consistent with it on my own because, you know, without that, I want to be able to, I feel like healing is an ongoing journey. So while I have these classes and these, you know, these sessions, I want to hold on to that because, you know, life goes on and we have to learn how to manage that. And I know for sure I'm an overthinker. I, I carry a lot of anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, I try not to stress because I feel like that's one of the things that really can damage someone, kill someone mm -hmm. internally. So, um, you know, I'm using every resource that I can right now. So, hey. She's in therapy. You have to. Now, <laughs> yeah. you said, list them all one more time for me, please. Yeah, personal therapy. Mm -hmm. It's called bereavement group. Mm -hmm. um, mindfulness drumming. Mindfulness drumming. And what's that one? That one is, um, we just sit in a room. Um, he has, like, different 
instruments it's mostly drums but we have different instruments and basically it's kind of like a grounding practice like um we play all together one starts and then you know the rest follows and we play for about 10 15 minutes it mm -hmm. sounds long but once you get into the groove of just playing whatever and it all comes like in sync you notice that you're not really thinking you're either like into the rhythm or you're breathing, you're practicing your breathing. And I feel like the outcome for me is like in that moment, I'm not thinking about anything else. I just hear the beat. I hear what everybody else is playing, the tambourine, the bongo, mm -hmm. something, whatever. It sounds like, it's kind of like how, um, like, I don't know if you, you were in, I was in chorus in elementary school too, but we had those those um those days where we would just play the instruments mm -hmm. really badly yeah. <laughs> but this time it's different. <laughs> so um i feel like i kind of feel like a kid again just you know playing an instrument and you know just getting out of my head so i feel like it's a different experience for everybody but i really like that one for sure that's beautiful uh, one thing that really stuck out to me just now is that you were talking about the power of if we going through a rough time, one thing that we going to do is lie. We going to lie about it. We're going to hide <laughs> our face. We're going to make sure that nobody sees us. Even like even at the funerals, you know that when somebody's wearing those big sunglasses, you know they're going yes. through it. The most. The most. And yeah. so I have never, I knew there was such thing as group therapy, like, I'm a psychology major, baby. We know about it. But I have never oh, yeah. thought about going to bereavement bereavement group. How's that working yeah. out for you? Um, I actually had to be convinced by <laughs> my first therapist who actually, I had to switch to another therapist because my first therapist left me. She made me go through some attachment issues. I was like, dang, why you just leave me like that? Yeah. But she put me in the hands of somebody else and I appreciated it. She introduced me to bereavement group after I talked to her about my recent losses of um, my dad last year and my cat and my brother. I wasn't as close to him, but, um, you know, just the fact that I lost so many things in the past couple of years. So things and people. Um, so when she brought it up to me, I, I like other black people, was like, uh, 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 what is this? First of all, I'm just going to be ended up giving it a shot on the first call. <laughs> really? I was like, oh my gosh, guys, I'm so sorry. I didn't expect to be like this, but I'm, I'm, I'm sad, but I'm also glad I'm not the only one going through these things. It might be different because, you know, everybody's story um, with grief and loss is different because, you know, I dealt with family that, that lost, um, you know, through medical illness and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And then. You know, I don't want to talk about other people's problems, but some people in my group dealt with friends facing suicide and losing their parents or, you know, stuff like that. So um, it just makes you feel like these experiences are normal. It's not, it, I mean, it's going to happen one day and we just have to manage it. But obviously for us, it's been really, really hard. So the only way to get through it is together mm -hmm. <laughs> um and knowing you're not alone and expressing it because you're holding it all inside it's gonna blow up someday mm -hmm. it's gonna blow up somebody and you know you can, if anything it's made me more 
patient and graceful with, you know, people in my life now. Like, tomorrow's never promised. Mm-hmm. And, you know, watch what you say because it might be the last time, the last time you see them and hear from them. Um, so I, I really feel like it's a positive experience. It's really hard because the things we talk about, it's it's not something a lot of people talk about on the regular because it's it's sad (laughs) and nobody wants to be sad but we're all dealing with it we just don't talk about it it's shamed it's it's like something people want to cover up you want to be the strong person you want to be you know resilient but people go through these things it's natural and like i said before the healing journey is going to be ongoing it could it could take a long time but at least you're making the effort. I'm proud of myself for really getting this far with it because I could have, because that was, it's, it's hard to be vulnerable. So that's beautiful. I'm, I'm proud of you to take a step like that. That's incredible. That Mm -hmm. takes uh, like massive amounts of bravery right there to even open up about that. Because like with me, I'm an open book. I've been through a lot of things and it just allows Mm -hmm. me to just, just talk about any and everything. But I wish I was like that. Yeah, but it comes from a lot, a lot of alienation and ostracized, ostracization, <laughs> being ostracized, and then you have to be able to pour out to like to heal from that stuff. But right. I know how hard it is to get to that place, and I'm so proud of you. Well, thank so you so proud much. of you. I appreciate it. <clears throat> so I think I just added that to my list too. So. The things that we have right now, how to build confidence in yourself. Number one, baby, you got to jump. Number two, you got to do it afraid. You got to do it while you're scared. Even if you feel like you look ugly, baby, you probably do look ugly, but you're going to do it either way. Um, Oh, my God. Number three was community. And uh, while you were talking, I wrote this one down. Um, I put removing connotations. Um, When you were talking about the um the mindfulness drumming that's what it was mm-hmm. called yeah oh it's good memory M- removing connotations <laughs> um when we're little when we're kids when we make art oh perfect example my mom's birthday just passed mom's a teacher and she mm-hmm. brought home all the um the the birthday cards her kids made her and she was like jordan come look at the uh, the birthday cards that the kids made me and i was like oh have mercy because they're in kindergarten i was like mm-hmm. "Ooh, have mercy father what is this she said that's a birthday cake and i was like damn these kids <laughs> is not getting out the hood with these goddamn pants like this is not it <laughs> and she was like yeah um they look a mess but it was so sweet she said this one was me and her and it was a picture of two big circles and two little circles and oh a little white circle and i said well what's this she said oh that's my dog and I was like, oh, that's our dog? And she was like, yeah. But children have so much confidence in their art and in their work because mm-hmm. it is. And so if we can just learn to accept ourselves as not good or bad or our art as good or bad, then we'll be without connotation. How do you feel about that? I needed that. Oh. I needed right now. Because um, you asked me about my music earlier. Mm-hmm. 
And I felt like that is some doubt because of how people would perceive me or just dumb things. I wouldn't say dumb, but just, you know, stuff that's holding me back. But if I just, you know, it's my art. If I just put it out there, it's because it's what comes from me. It shouldn't matter what, you know, people think. Obviously, good feedback and support is good and all, but it's because it's what's what was put inside of me needs to come out. And that is all its purpose is to be shared. A gift that I'm supposed to present to the world. Exactly. But yeah, I really like that. I think you need to do it. Um, A testament to removing connotation is this Mm -hmm. podcast, right? Every episode that I edit and I post, I'm always like, damn, this shit sucks. Every episode, I'm like, this is awful. I don't know how I'm getting out of the hood with this. Like, I don't know how I'm going to hit six figures making making little episodes like this. And I compare myself to other people. And I'm like, damn, I don't have, like, a, an intro like that. Mm-hmm. But because people are telling their stories, and like you said, people are bringing what's from their heart into the open, people mm-hmm. connect with that. It doesn't matter about the quality. I'm lying. It does matter about the quality. <laughs> what we think matters to the audience does not matter. And what actually right. matters is quality, an open heart, and for me, it's healing. If I hear healing in your music, and if I healing, hear healing in your song, baby, you got me hooked automatically. Yeah, I agree. What are we doing? Good. Right. We at 30 minutes. Yeah. All righty. <laughs> so for 2022, what are you manifesting? What are you bringing to fruition? What is going to be on our news feed this year from Maxi? All right. Well, personally, I'm going to take more naps. Period. And I'm going to allow myself to rest and create when I feel like it. I not to rush things or put pressure on myself to complete something. I need to just let myself be. And I will give what I share to everyone the most authentic piece of art that people will appreciate and what I will appreciate and not be afraid of sharing. So I really want to um, work on myself, my mental health, keep doing what I'm doing with therapy and really get back into my music because I completely abandoned that. And sometimes I beat myself up with that. But, you know, sometimes people go through things. Mm -hmm. And I want to call this my redemption era period. Um, I really want to redeem that that girl I was before all of the trauma I've embraced and had to go through because I I was, I, I'm still very creative, but I didn't have any limits or limitations on myself, on my art. I didn't care what people thought. I just wanted to create. And I lost that piece of me. So I'm working on getting that back and I know it'll come back. I just have to remain consistent, remain confident, believe in myself, be myself, you know, because it's harder to be anybody else. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I just really want to commit to commit to myself, hyper focus on myself so I can be the best person I could be. Amen. Y'all be preaching. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> one day. When I get on, I'm going to start paying y'all. 
No cap. Oh, I'm gonna uh, <laughs> I am. I'm like, probably like two bands each. You feel me? It's two bands for a 30 minute episode. Just for me to talk. I appreciate that. Come, listen, soon enough, <laughs> one day, everybody will get a check in the mail. They're gonna be like, what's this from Xavier Entertainment LLC? What is this for? Period, baby. Uh, we get out the hood. <laughs> All righty. No, but I really appreciated this. If anything, this was more of like a an experience I needed to have. I want to say lately about what I'm doing next. So I really appreciate you reaching out. And I want to say I'm proud of you too because, like you said, it, it takes a lot of courage to do something like this. It's not an easy road. Um, you know, you have your hiccups with like equipment and what to do with like, you know, reaching out to people, where to, where to do it, all this stuff. It, a lot goes into it. So as a creative, I know I know what you be going through and I'm proud of you. We're pushing, keep going. And again, thank you. Of course. Maybe we get out of the hood this year. No, period. We is get. We have, I mean, we appreciate the hood. I don't want to say that, <laughs> but yeah, we got to get out. I heard on the sermon today, um, Bishop T.D. Jake said, he said, mm-hmm. there's no such thing as a hotel in a graveyard. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to visit the graveyard. You're never supposed to stay there. So, with that being said, do you have any advice for anybody out there who is struggling with confidence? It's so cliche, but know yourself, know your work. Give yourself time to grow and develop and trust the process. You really do have to trust the the process because you don't know. You don't know where it's going to lead you. So, just stay ready. Stay ready. But now I got to talk some more. Trust the process. Okay. (laughs) Trust the process. I'm probably going to have to just stitch it in somewhere else. Okay. Trusting the process. Whoa. Because I have locks right now. And at the beginning of my lock phase, my lock journey, baby, it was hell. Like, mm-hmm. once, because when you first get your locks, they're all pretty and they're neat and they're so, like, you feel like you just walked clean out of Africa. You feel like <laughs> you just walked off your throne into America. Like, people see you in the real world, and they're like, oh, my goodness. When you first get them locks, your skin is so smooth because, like, when they pull your hair back, it gives you a facelift. Mm -hmm. So your skin is stretched out. You're looking pristine. Right. But right after you take that first style out, once you put your locks down for the first time, you look like Sideshow Bob. Oh, my God. You look like, who can I compare it to? You look like a wet duck. You ever seen a wet duck? Oh, my God. Just, I can't even think. You ever seen them ducks when they get up from the oil, oil spill and they just be all just toe up? And you just be like, damn, baby, what happened to you? That's how oh you look. You silly. <laughs> I'm for real though. People don't understand it. Cause when I was going through the early stages of my lock journey, nobody saw me because I was traveling the country. So mm-hmm. when um when my locks looked rough, I was in Texas living my best life. Nobody knew me. Nobody knew my name. I was by myself right. in a whole different state. So nobody could judge me, right? Keyword, mm-hmm. I was removing connotations. I didn't look good or bad. Nobody told me I looked right. good or bad because nobody knew me. So, period. Exactly. 
But what I had to remember is I had to just trust the process. I just had to keep going. No matter what it looks like today, no matter what I felt today, I had to trust the process. No matter what happens today, because today isn't my goal. And today, Mm. the problems of today will not define me tomorrow. And what happens tomorrow will not define me next week. So Mm. by me going step by step by step by step, it allowed me to break free of what I thought I should look like. It allowed me to be break free of where I was supposed to be. Because every point in my lock journey, I would see new signs that I'm getting further. My hair would go, I'm saying. Ooh, that took a lot to say. Amen. All I had to say was, you're not going to die in this wilderness. Trust the process. <laughs> I said, no, we need all of that, too. <laughs> so before we close, you have any type of experience with trusting the process? Um, I mean, everything you said was beautiful. So, I mean, I can't, I can't top that, but like you said, there's going to be some rough moments. You got to just hold on. It's not the end all. It's not the end of it yet. So, I mean, it's never going to be the end because the process is ongoing. So, but just, you have to trust it. You'll get there. Oh, we over here preaching. <laughs> and that's about it. So, y'all out there, confidence is the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something. It is the state of feeling certain about the truth of something. So go through your life with full confidence that you are enough and that you are worth every great thing that is to come. You have anything else to say, Max? Amen. That's it. Amen. I love it. That's it. So to the next time we convene, y'all, peace and blessings. Peace and blessings.